You are now listening to The Sexy Escort Guide, discussing everything fascinating about the world of paid companionship. And now, here is your sexy host, Exotic Vivian. Hello, beautiful people. This is episode 75 of The Sexy Escort Guide podcast. I am your host, Vivian. And today is going to be a short and sweet episode. I will be doing a new segment, which we haven't done in a while. I'm going to be briefly discussing the controversy surrounding Miss Bella Thorne and the, quote, experiment she conducted by joining OnlyFans. I'm sure many of you have seen the news and heard many adult content creators express their disappointment in her actions. So let's jump right in. But first, a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by our diamond sponsor, Companion Tax and Accounting Services. You've heard us interview the owner, Mary Lee, on episodes 7, 36, and 58. Companion Tax really knows their stuff, and I, Vivian, can personally vouch for them. They are the professionals you need to hire to handle all of your tax, accounting, and business needs. Companion Tax was created specifically with us companions in mind. It doesn't get any more niche than that. They have been in business since 2011 and have become a leading resource for the community. Although based in South Florida, they are licensed in all states. You can visit them at companiontax.com and fill out the new client information form to get started and take charge of your financial future. What's in the news? This is from Variety Magazine, August 26, 2020. Bella Thorne breaks OnlyFans record earning over $1 million in the first 24 hours. Bella Thorne set a new record on subscription-based social platform OnlyFans. The actor, model, and influencer officially earned over $1 million through revenue on the platform in the first 24 hours after debuting her account, according to the company. Thorne announced her plans to launch on OnlyFans in a video montage posted to Instagram on August 19th. Since then, her earnings from OnlyFans has jumped to about $2 million. Thorne is only using OnlyFans to share personal content and never-before-seen photos and videos, so she says, available only to paying subscribers. According to her reps, Thorne responds to every DM from her OnlyFans followers. OnlyFans was described by Variety Magazine as a too-hot-for-regular social media service that has gained a reputation for hosting X-rated material. In 2019, the New York Times called it the paywall of porn. But the 22-year-old Thorne told fans in a tweet, quote, Also, no, I'm not doing nudity, end quote. Last year, Thorne proactively posted nude photos of herself on Twitter after a hacker allegedly tried to blackmail her and threatened to release the pictures. Thorne's OnlyFans subscription is currently set at $20 per month with a limited 20% off discount for a one-month subscription and a 15% off if fans purchase three or six months access. Creators on OnlyFans receive 80% of their subscription revenue and can also receive tips from their fans. Filmmaker Sean Baker is planning to make a documentary about Thorne's experience on OnlyFans, according to Paper Magazine. Lies. 
Thorne in an Instagram post last week said she's excited to talk about the politics behind female body shaming and sex with the amazing director, Sean Baker, who I'm proud to call my friend. And of course, Baker said in an August 28th statement that he is not making a film about OnlyFans and Thorne. So she lying. Girl, just say you want to join and make some money. And it's still wrong, but don't lie. Jesus. Anywho, since launching in September 2016, OnlyFans has paid out more than $1 billion to creators, according to the company. Think about that. $1 billion. That's how much sex work is important. And these are two people that are making their own content. Imagine if there were third parties involved, like, you know, the big studios. Like, look at that. Billion dollars. Wow. The service currently has more than 50 million registered users and 700,000 content creators. That's a lot of people. <laughs> In the past few months, OnlyFans has attracted several other notable names, including Cardi B, Real Housewife of New York stars Sonia Morgan and Dorinda Medley. I didn't even know they had OnlyFans. Model Black China and Love and Hip Hop stars Safari Samuels and Erica Mina. I heard about them. Hey, I mean, I guess get it where you live, but this is just crazy. For influencers, OnlyFans claims its approach delivers a richer and more authentic content mix free from brand endorsements, campaigns, and YouTube advertising commissions. The company was founded by CEO Timothy Stokely, who is 37 years old, by the way. He launched OnlyFans after he previously created BDSM and fetish site GlamWorship.com. I wonder if that site still exists. I'm going to have to look that up. Thorne is known for her role on Disney Channel's Shake It Up and appeared in season three of Fox's The Masked Singer, in which she performed in costume as the Swan. She starred in Netflix horror film The Babysitter, and its sequel, The Babysitter Killer Queen, is set to be released September 10th on Netflix. So I guess she was trying to drum a business for her movie, too. In 2019, Pornhub premiered Thorne's directorial debut, an original short called Her and Him, described as a sexually explicit reimagining of Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. So she directed porn, y'all. Mind you, I had no idea who this girl was until a few days ago. I wonder if I'm the only one. If I'm not, shoot me a DM because I'm like, have I been living under a rock? Because I don't know who this girl is. And isn't it so funny how... All these Disney stars, Miley Cyrus is one of them. When they're trying to shed their good girl image, they go ham. It's like, girl, you don't have to do all of that. Like, you're an adult. People understand. But hey, whatever. I haven't walked in their shoes, so I guess I can't talk. Of course, as always, I'm going to post all of the links to the news articles in the show notes. Anywho. Of course, after the backlash, she had to do the double back and offer the usual Hollywood apology. This is from Rolling Stone magazine, August 31st, 2020. Bella Thorne apologizes to sex workers after OnlyFans uproar. The magazine quotes Miss Thorne. I wanted to bring attention to the site. The more people on the site, the more likely of a chance to normalize the stigmas. And in trying to do this, I hurt you. Girl... Anyways, I'll save my comments for later. <laughs> Bella Thorne apologized to sex workers who criticized her decision to join OnlyFans, which many content creators feared could negatively impact their revenue streams and further stigmatize the work they do. 
Thorne wrote, and I quote, remove the stigma behind sex work, sex work and the negativity that surrounds the word sex itself by bringing a mainstream face to it. That's what I was trying to do to help bring more faces to the site to create more revenue for content creators on the site. How, how does she figure that out? Like how, how Sway? <laughs> so you think because you're a celebrity, you can join a website and then you can create money for other people that people don't know. Do you not understand how fans work? Like, do you not understand how following works? That's like, I don't know, someone going on Disney to do a show saying, oh, I want to create more opportunities for people that would want to be on Disney. That's not how that works. Anyways, uh, she wrote this on Saturday, August 29th. I wanted to bring attention to the site. The more people on the site, the more likely of a chance to normalize the stigmas. And in trying to do this, I hurt you. Since the COVID-19 pandemic hit the United States in March, OnlyFans has seen an enormous spike in signups, of course, with Beyonce name-checking it on the Savage remix and celebrities like Cardi B and Black China joining it as well. Last week, Thorne revealed that she was joining the platform too and immediately set a record becoming the first creator to make more than $1 million in 24 hours and then topping $2 million by the end of the week. On social media, however, many sex workers who rely on OnlyFans expressed their discontent. Many worried that the mainstreaming of the platform would oversaturate the market and further marginalize sex workers who rely on it. And Rolling Stone had previously did an article on this. Many sex workers on OnlyFans have raised concerns that the platform is slowly pushing them out, a claim that OnlyFans has denied. Additionally, after Thorne's arrival, OnlyFans implemented changes to how much content creators could be paid per post and in tips, which many suggested was tied to Thorne's success. OnlyFans said the changes were not based on any one user. That's fucked up. Many sex workers also pointed to Thorne's comment to the Los Angeles Times that she had joined OnlyFans to research a role in a new film directed by Sean Baker. Baker went on to deny that he was working on any such project, saying that he and Thorne had only discussed a possible collaboration down the road and that he advised her team to consult with actual sex workers and address the way she went about this as to not hurt the sex work industry. In her apology, Thorne emphasized that she never intended to cause any harm to sex workers who rely on OnlyFans and said her decision to join, like the adult film she directed for Pornhub last year, came from a desire to help with the stigma behind sex. Yeah, those are two different things, boo. Sex work and sex, completely different things. Like, they're still criminalizing paying for sex, yet sex in itself is a different, it's a different lane, girl. Like, know your shit! <laughs> Anywho, she continued, I am a mainstream face, and when you have a voice, a platform, you try to use yours in helping others and advocate for something bigger than yourself. Again, in this process, I hurt you, and for that, I am truly sorry. Of course, she wasn't thinking about anybody else but her bank account, and now that she's receiving backlash, she's apologizing. I honestly don't believe this apology is sincere. I just think this is a PR situation that they're trying to get under control. And if anything, this probably is going to bring her even more subscribers. You watch. Thorne also said that she was meeting with OnlyFans to discuss the new policy changes, saying, quote, this is fucked up and I'm sorry, end quote. 
She asked those on the platform to comment any ideas or concerns you want brought up and added and send me your links and a picture so I can promote you guys. I actually posted my picture and the link to my OnlyFans on that tweet. I'll try to find the tweet so I can post it in the show notes as well so everybody can go post their shit. But again, I feel like this apology is bullshit and I highly doubt she's going to meet with anybody on OnlyFans. If anything, in that meeting, they're going to be like, okay, so you broke the internet and there's backlash. This is what we need to do to pacify people so they can shut the fuck up. There are not going to be any changes. The only way there's going to be a change is if a bunch of people leave that website in protest. And then they'll start singing a different tune. You have to hit people in their pockets for them to pay attention. Nothing's going to come of this. Anywho, and finally, from The Guardian magazine, August 31st, 2020. It's titled, A Thorn in the Sight. (laughs) Nice play on words. The Bella Thorn and OnlyFans Controversy Explained. Sex workers blame actor for changes adult website made after she joined, including getting paid monthly instead of weekly. You may have heard the news that Bella Thorne, the 22-year-old Disney star who once starred in Alvin and the Chipmunks, joined OnlyFans last week. So what, you might think? Isn't it basically a rite of passage for celebrities who made their millions on kids' shows to leave their high-paid TV career and spend the next decade desperately trying to prove that they're not innocent anymore? Shouldn't women be allowed to do what they want with their bodies? Isn't this feminism? Well, not quite. And here's why. The OnlyFans model reportedly works very well for everyday sex workers who want to make adult content without being at the mercy of an exploitative industry and middlemen who take all of the cash. As you might imagine, when a literal celebrity joins the website, it disrupts the market. And so when Thorne joined the website and bragged of making $1 million in a day, Sex workers took issue with it. Perhaps some of them wondered why Thorne, who has an estimated net worth of between 5 million and 12 million, even needed to make an OnlyFans account in the first place. I mean, honestly, if she continues this route, she's about to surpass her actual net worth just from content creation alone. Interesting. Thorne justified her decision claiming she was researching a role she had landed in a new movie by director Sean Baker. She said she was planning on putting her earnings into her production company and towards charity. I wonder how much is really going to go to charity and what charity if it's not something that she created in a shell corporation and is basically paying herself. People, the way the rich move money around will fascinate and baffle you at the same time. Anywho, um, that all would have been fine if Thorne didn't decide to use her so-called research to mislead people. Thorne's only fan fortune, which was $2 million by the end of the week, was made in part by her charging $200 for nudes to her some 50,000 subscribers, which in the end turned out not to be nudes, but sexy photos of her wearing lingerie. (laughs) Predictably, customers complained and asked for a refund. Thousands of refunds, processing costs, and wasted time later, OnlyFans announced a number of changes to his websites, which it claimed were unrelated to Thorn. The site now allows creators to charge only $50 for exclusive content and caps tips at $100. Previously, there had been no max amounts on either fee. You see how that's fucked up? Because she came in and thought, oh, I'm a celebrity, I'll do whatever I want. She fucked it up for people that are actually legit depending on this as their sole source of income. Like, I would be fucking pissed. Like, OnlyFans is not my bread and butter, and I kind of do it at my leisure, 
But if I was depending on OnlyFans for my livelihood and this shit happened, I would be pissed. Because imagine now it's going to, A, make you not even want to create stuff that's worth anything anymore because you can only charge $50 for it. And then guys who are trying to, I mean, I'm sure there are girls on subscribing too, but your subscribers who are trying to tip you, it's like, oh, $100 tip. There are people that tip more than that all the time. So it's fucked up. Anyway, it also changed the way payments work. So people get paid monthly instead of weekly, as had been the previous policy. I've always had my payout set for monthly because, as I've just said, I don't make that much on there. It's not like my sole source of income. It's kind of like a side gig, side hustle that I do at my leisure. And I make, you know, a little bit of money every month, which to me, passive income is passive income. So I'll take it. But you best believe if I was making four figures a week, so at least $1,000 a week, I would be cashing out as often as possible because I don't want my money sitting in there and then they decide, oh, nope, we're going to, you know, take this back or whatever, whatever. So this is some bullshit. That's, that's all I can say. Sex workers took to social media to voice their concerns about the changes and blamed Thorne, saying it certainly seemed like more than sheer coincidence that the changes were made directly after the incident. More importantly, they pointed out the changes meant a reduction in income and a delay in payments for many sex workers on the website. Imagine suddenly going from a weekly paycheck to a monthly paycheck, tweeted OnlyFans creator Erica Heidwald. People have bills to pay, kids to feed. Many people, including content creators and sex workers, live paycheck to paycheck. How are they going to pay their bills this month? As if things couldn't get any worse, the nail in the coffin came on Friday night when Sean Baker waded into the argument to confirm that the whole premise of Thorne's justification for being on OnlyFans was false. He is not making a film with Bella Thorne. In fact, claimed Baker, the only conversation he had with Thorne happened after she joined the platform and revolved around him asking her to consult with actual sex workers around her decision to join OnlyFans so as not to hurt the community by doing so. So much for that. So three articles, one, you know, with the whirlwind of the old million dollars in 24 hours platforms, and then the other two with sex workers complaining about how it's negatively impacted them, as well as Bella's bullshit apology. <laughs> Drama. I also took to Twitter to ask the community what they would say to Miss Thorne if they could speak to her and... One of the show's followers, Veronica Turbay DC at Turbay Veronica, said, quote, I would tell her to donate to Swap Behind Bars and use her platform to advocate for the sex work community. And for those of you who don't know, uh, Swap Behind Bars is a charity organization that helps sex workers when they get arrested, as well as just with survival sex workers, it helps them get on their feet and stay safe. Um, but there is a swap chapter in a lot of cities. So I'm going to link to their Twitter as well. So feel free to donate support because you will be helping the community out. But uh, that was very well said, Miss Veronica. Thank you. Hey, girl. Hey. Um, I mean, we see this all the time with mainstream media and Hollywood picking apart sex work to create entertainment, TV shows and movies which profits them millions of dollars, all the while painting a false image of what actually being a sex worker really is about. And here we have yet another willfully naive celebrity who decided to be a hoe online and profit off sex work, all the while trying to distance herself from it, saying, I'm not posting nudes. 
like anyone forced her to do so. And then backpedaling with the bullshit apology and pretending to be an advocate. This is why sex workers are fed up because it's like Hollywood wants to glamorize parts of this, but then condemn it at the same time. It's like, it's crazy. And then you have the movie Hustlers, which I actually saw with a client and I'm watching it. And though I'm being entertained, because it was a good movie, like if we're looking at it from a standpoint of, you know, entertainment and plot and all that good shit, it was a good movie. But I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, wouldn't it have been great if they approached actual strippers to be in that movie? I mean, I get that they needed an anchor celebrity to make the movie sell. I get it. They had Jennifer Lopez and Cardi B and even Kiki Palmer as like, oh, and um, what's her name? The singer escapes me. Lizzo. I can't believe I didn't <laughs> forgot about Lizzo. Anyways, then you have, you know, they need the anchor celebrities. So they had Cardi B, Jennifer Lopez, Lizzo, Kiki Palmer to hold the movie down so people would go out and see it. I get business, but it would have made it even that much better if they hired a few strippers in the New York area to be in the film, even as extras. You don't even need them to say lines because, of course, oh, they're not trained, even though Cardi B wasn't trained and probably just hired an acting coach to do her lines. It's not that deep. Acting is not like some crazy whatever. Plus, strippers are probably the best actresses because they act every day. So guys will give them money. <laughs> so like, come on now. Like, it would have been nice if they actually brought in a few strippers to be in that movie to make it a little bit more well-rounded. And also I consulted with them as a director to see what is actual realistic. Because, I mean, yes... While some of the stuff in the, in the movie was entertaining, there were a few things that weren't as realistic where you would have gotten caught up very quickly unless you're working with a whole team, which it seemed like they were in the movie. And I'm talking about the part where they're scamming people, but still, there were a few things there that were a little off. But anyways, someone sent me a DM on Instagram wanting me to talk about this topic, so here's my thought on this. Unless celebrities like Cardi B and Black China start posting nudes and explicit content on OnlyFans, I see OnlyFans introducing new policies that censor what you can and cannot post on the platform. We already know they have rejected hoes in the past from joining and that ladies are always taken to Twitter to tell their subscribers not to mention anything about in-person meetings to prevent and avoid being removed and banned from the website. Are there other adult content-friendly websites? Yes. But as of today, OnlyFans has the most amount of traffic of any subscription and clip websites combined. So of course, sex workers would love to capitalize on that. It just sucks that some people ruin things for others without even thinking, like Miss Thorne. She was probably just trying to make some money too, but lied about doing research for a film. So it seems like she's above it all. You know, it's ridiculous. But such is the way of the world. There will always be Bella Thorns in life, and we just have to figure out ways to hedge our bets by diversifying our streams of income. There's nothing else we really can do except bitch and complain on Twitter, which, I mean, I guess it kind of brings attention to it and might slowly make a change. But other than that, there's nothing we can do when we don't own the platforms. People that own businesses make the rules. Do you think Jeff Bezos is answering to anyone right now? And that's life. Anyways, keep your head up, people, and just work on being the best version of yourself. Everything else is none of your business. I hope everyone out there is staying safe and just 
practice lots and lots and lots of self-care because this has been crazy. We've practically been inside since March and we're not back to normal anytime soon. This year is already done. 2020, we can go ahead and throw it in the trash because I don't see things picking back up, but we'll see. Season's coming up for Miami and South Florida, which would be late November. So we'll see. But anyways, keep your head up. Stay safe, and I will catch you on the next episode. Bye! Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at TSEG Podcast and on Instagram at TSEGP. Join our Patreon page for exclusive videos on dating, sugaring, and freestyling tips for both the gentlemen and ladies. Patreon.com forward slash TSEGP. Follow your host Vivian on Twitter and Instagram at Exotic Vivian. Please leave the show a five-star rating on iTunes. Until next time, keep it sexy and stay receptive.